Oh, hello, loves. Welcome to the Living Out Love podcast. I am so excited to have Kim O'Neill with us today. So for anybody that has listened to any of my um, stories about how I came to be a channel and a medium, anyone that has read my about page on my website, you know of Kim (laughs) O'Neill. So Kim is a fantastic psychic. She is my go-to Um, I have used her in times when I felt like the world was upside down. I have used her in times when I just wanted concrete, tell me what to do, guidance and advice. And I've never walked away disappointed. So I wanted to have her on the podcast, A, so that I could learn from her and have a bit of a mentor-mentee conversation. And B, because she has some different strengths and she has some Um, some new things coming out that I wanted to learn more about. And I thought that you all would benefit from and would love to know about. So welcome, Kim (laughs) O'Neill. Thank you, Amy. And (laughs) yay. So I just want to, um, I'll catch people up. So for those of you that haven't heard, you know, other stories, um, I had a reading with Kim O'Neill two or three, two or three years ago. And she had said, you know, you know, you're a channel, right? And I was like, yeah, I knew that she said, you know, you're a medium, right? I was like, oh yeah, I guess I did know that. And that's where this whole thing come from. So she had already been my psychic for years. And now here recently, I'm, I've come to think of her more of as a mentor. Not that I call you all that often, but Kim, welcome to the podcast. And what I would love to just ask you first is, can you tell people, you know, who you are, how long you've been doing this and how did you how did you come to know that you were a psychic? Oh, Amy, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And by the way, I love the name of your podcast. I think it's wonderful. Oh, Perfect you. for you. Okay, so so I have been um, an angelic channel and uh, psychic and medium uh, and teacher and author for almost 35 years. Um, started Started many years ago. And the way that I got going was actually supernatural. It's it's one of those weird supernatural stories. And um, essentially what happened is that uh, one of my um, guardian angels came and actually materialized almost in front of me. Mm. I was having a really difficult time in my life. And you know how we hear so many times when people have a big breakthrough or they have this opportunity to launch into a brand new chapter of life. But first they have to go through a period of pain and confusion and um, a period where it it feels like, as so many people say, the dark night of the soul. So what was happening with me at the time, I was uh, in a marriage that uh, we were getting a divorce. I owned a business with my soon-to-be ex-husband, and we still had to work together every day, and he had already started moving on, and we were not in sync or aligned at all with our values or spiritually, but I wasn't on my spiritual path then really at all. So I was, I remember sitting at my desk and I was weeping, and um, uh, I, I, asked for help. I just, it was one of those moments when we just cry out in despair and I just cried out out loud, you know, I have nowhere to go. I need help. I don't know what to do. So I went and, and got my typical, I had my own apartment at that time because we had separated and I got my Chinese food like I did. And I went home to my cat, my, my little apartment. And I was so depressed and confused and miserable. And I I didn't know which way to turn. I, I truly didn't. And I was um, in my, I was like 30, 31 at the time. So, and I didn't know what I was going to do in regard to not only my personal life, but I knew that I was meant to do something different than advertising. We co-owned an advertising agency and PR firm. And I, I loved it. And I loved helping clients grow and really get their message out there. But I knew that it wasn't really my thing. It was his thing. And I got into it because of him. So, so I got home that night and it completely, it was a completely life-changing day. Um, I sat down with my food and the moment I sat down, I turned on a movie 
And there in the corner of my living room, this, this spirit, this man materialized and (laughs) stuff like that just didn't happen to me. Amy, it was so totally out of the ordinary and he materialized. And I remember my cat, Winston, jumping off the couch and running over to him and rubbing on his legs. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow, oh my God, I need therapy medication. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew, you know, I was thinking, I, I know I worked with my ex-husband too long. I should have left. Now look what's happened. And the apparition just stood there real quietly. And my brain was saying, oh no, a guy's broken in our apartment. We've got to call the police. But he was just standing there smiling at me, this apparition. This had never happened to me before. Wow. So then he started talking and he told me he, he was my guardian angel. Now, I was raised as a Catholic, but I wasn't a Catholic anymore by that time. But Catholics believe in guardian angels. But we certainly, at least the way I was brought up, we certainly didn't believe that they talked to us. They would talk to priests, right. or they would talk to <laughs> nuns, but not ever to us. Mm-hmm. And so here he is, and, and he's just standing there. I could see him clearly. And he said, I'm your guardian angel, John. I've come to help you move on with your life. And, and mm. he said, don't you remember I was with you as a child? And then in my mind's eye, wow, it was as if he, he showed me these memories of when I was a little girl and, and when he was there as like my invisible friend, I've always been really shy and, and I'm an introvert. So he was, he was always there with me. And I remembered, and I thought, I'm sitting there on the couch and all these things are going through my mind. And I'm thinking, how did I forget all of that? How did I not remember him? Or why didn't I stay connected with him? But he then said, you know, you're going to be moving on. I'm going to help you. And I remember saying to him, even though it sounded crazy at the time with me talking to him, this, this apparition, right? (laughs) I remember asking him, so how long are you going to be with me? How long are you going to stay? Because I thought maybe just maybe this is my hope. Maybe as crazy as this seems, maybe my prayers have been answered and maybe he really has come to help me. I had no one else. I had no friends. Um, I was helping to support my mom at the time and, and I, I had nowhere else to turn. And I asked him, I said, well, if I can believe in you. And how long will you stay with me? And he said, he smiled and he said, as long as it takes. And then that was the beginning of this amazing friendship and this interaction. And it makes me tear up because it was the start of a brand new life for me. And I know for a fact that if I hadn't received information from him, because then he stayed with me and it took about um, two years, three years for me to start giving information to other people. But he said to me, because, you know, I've been helpful to you. And because, you know, I've helped you, you know, start to move on. Wouldn't you love to do that with other people? And I said, I would love mm. to do that. I'd already been of service to people when I helped them build their businesses when I was in advertising and PR. And so And so I thought, wow. And I asked him, but how would I do that? And he said, well, you'll do for them exactly what I'm doing for you. And the first thing I said was, "Ah, I can't do that. And he said, why? Just because you haven't done it before. And I said, yes, hello. And he said, Kim, I want you to hear this. You are going to learn a lot of different things in this lifetime from this time forward, unless you want your life to stay exactly where it is. And I said, no. He Mm. said, then. You have to learn new things. You have to get out of your comfort zone and you could do it baby step by baby step. I'm right here with you. And unless you start moving forward, you're, you're not going to be able to move at all. And you're going to stay stagnant. And I thought I can't. Mm. And you know what, Amy, I have found as, as a human being myself, but also in the channeling sessions that I've conducted over these 35 years that so many times we don't we we choose to move forward and and get out of our comfort zone and 
and be willing to learn new things and launch into a new chapter of life. When things become so intolerable where we are that we don't need guarantees anymore, it's going to be okay. No matter what we move on to, it's going to be better than where we are. And that's where I was. And that's what it took for me to be able to move forward. So what I like to tell people today is don't wait. You, you, you can't wait. You've, you've, you know, find out what it is you're here to do because we all have a life's work. We all have a destiny. Find out what that is mm-hmm. and do what you can step by step by step. And it's hard, but take baby steps, move forward. So I love in private session to be able to share actionable, specific actionable steps with people about pragmatically what they can do right now to move their lives forward. A lot of times, and I don't know if, if, if this is familiar to you too, but as an angelic channel, a lot of times people think of angels as la, 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 la. And and (laughs) they're on the other side and, and there's, there's no real connection there. And they protect us and watch over us. They can maybe help us heal from some terrible disease, but, but we don't have this day-to-day interaction with them or this, this, connection with them. So we actually learn that they're in our lives. They're assigned to us and they work only with us, our, our particular guardian angels and the, the pragmatic, specific, actionable steps they can give us every day. It is so amazing that it can really help us, um, move into the person that we are here to be and and do two things mm. because we're here on the earthly plane in each of our lifetimes to do two things. Number one, to learn and grow and evolve and expand and mature. And number two, to, to serve other people in the unique way that we are capable. And we all have unique gifts, talents, and abilities, even if we don't know about them yet, they're there. And so our angels can just tell us, what they are, how to move forward, what we can do, how much faster we can move forward, et cetera, et cetera. So, so you kind of asked me how, what time it is. And I, I talked about how the whole watch was made, but (laughs) I just wanted to share those things. (laughs) I am so glad you shared all of those things. Um, because a, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have so much in common. I was in my early thirties. I was totally at a point of just despair and surrender of like, I don't know what to do next. Um, I didn't have an apparition. I had you, but it's just interesting that our entry into this work is so similar. Um, And I had a very similar sort of imposter syndrome of like me, I can help people, Um, which it's spirit also. It's not just me, but you know, Um, but then also the parts of which your 35 years of experience gives me so much to aspire to, because I just have to say of all of the, you know, psychics and mediums and anybody that I've worked with, your ability to give the pragmatic, you're going to write your name this way. You're going to dot the I, and then you're going to call this person. And like the pragmatic, you, you're such a gifted channel and, and psychic with that. Oh, thank and it's so, it's thank so you. valuable. Thank you, Amy. It is. You know, when I remember talking um, to my guardian angel, John, in the very beginning, and I remember mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I, I, what, am I going to have a neon palm in front of an, my office saying I solve all problems of life, you know, and, and curses <laughs> removed and, you know, I'm going to sacrifice chickens. Yes. And he said, well, you can laugh about it, but <laughs> But this is what you're going to do. And he said, you're going to share very pragmatic information with people's specifics. And I said, good, because I've, I've heard of people who have gone to, to some others. I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm just observing. And, and they'll be told you're going to get a letter. It's like, okay. So I remember talking to girlfriends and, and me asking, okay, so what kind of letter? Well, I don't know. She didn't say, well, when, well, I don't know. She thought three weeks, three months, three years. Oh, well, who's it from? Mm. I, I don't know. She didn't say. So, so, so my girlfriend didn't know. Is it from the IRS? Is it 
from <laughs> you won the Ivor sweepstakes. Is it a letter from from an old high school boyfriend who's gone to therapy and who's ready for a heart, mind, body, and soul relationship? I mean, so I remember saying to John, <laughs> you know, and and I came from a corporate background. I mean, I I was an entrepreneur, so. I told him, if I'm going to do this, then I need to give actionable advice like a coach, like someone who helps someone set goals, set set a to-do list, a to-do list that is understandable. And also, I'm not the kind of person to speak in esoteric terms like, well, just mm. wait until you're at the 59th parallel of the 26th universe of the 49th. <laughs> you know, I, I don't even understand that language. So I wanted to speak in clear language and, and I, I already was building a clientele and I was still at the ad agency. That was interesting. And so a lot of my clients, I went on the radio and people heard me on the radio. So a lot of um, people that were coming to me were either high ranking executives or were entrepreneurs or wanted to be entrepreneurs and wanted direction and thought, well, I've tried so many other things. I'll try her. And she sounds normal, you know, maybe except for what she does. And she <laughs> can talk to me and she uses plain language. So maybe, you know, so, so, um, it, it was, it was so fulfilling to provide answers. And of course, none of them came for me. They just come through me and I repeat what right. I hear. So as a channel, I look at what I do is lis listening. I, I listen to my client. I listen to their guardian angels and I repeat exactly what their angels say in exactly the same tone. So mm. if, 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 you know, folks are wondering, well, why does the tone matter? If you just repeat it. Okay. Ooh. So Amy, you know, if, <laughs> say I was channeling for you and and you asked a question, and I know you channel for yourself, but say I channel for you and, and you ask, so uh, should I consider, uh, should I consider, what would be a question? Um, uh, should I consider going on, uh, going on TikTok and dancing? And that's Good. ridiculous, but I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. Or, or let's ask another question that is, should, should... That's not outside the realm. Oh. <laughs> that's not outside the realm. Should I, should I have advertisers on my podcast? Okay, that, okay. You know. so, so let's say you ask that question and then, and then um, I get your answer as, as yes. But doesn't it make a big difference if... If the tone is used and, and I say, yes, yes, yes. Or if you heard, mm. yes, yes, <laughs> I have gotten that yes from you before. Okay. I have been in readings where you, where I'll ask a question and you're like, oh yes, like, yes, yes. And then I've gotten the, yeah, okay. so, <laughs> it matters. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things I've learned in my experience is, Oh my God, every time I do a session for someone in the beginning, if I've never channeled for them before, I always ask them, number one, you know, uh, you're any, any, anyone in spirit, whether it's guardian angel, whether it's an unborn baby, whether it's departed loved one, they are going to be brutally frank and candid. Number one, is that okay with you? Because I never know what's going to come through. And Amy, you know, you're familiar, you know, but also number two, um, I always ask if it's all right, if I ask questions too, based on what their topics are and what I hear their questions are, because that's one of the things I've learned to do in all these years. I'm really good at asking questions. So if, if yeah. I was channeling for someone and I heard, yes, I'd be all over that. And I'd be asking their guardian mm -hmm. angels. Okay. So what do you mean? What would you recommend differently? You'd recommend obviously that she did that, but is, is there a time frame that would be better? Or is there, you know, that some things we're meant to explore. Right. Um, and our yep. angels will, in my experience, will sometimes wait for us to know enough to ask the questions 
before they would share that information. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, because if we're not ready for it, then we can't hear it. So it's like we ha they have to get us to a certain point. Yes, Amy. Oh, my God. Exactly, exactly. So let's say somebody's single. Let's say uh, there's a single woman, and she says, okay, so Kim or Amy, should I, you know, there's this really cute guy at the gym, and, and you know, he's <laughs> looking at me, and, and I'm looking at him, and, and I think he's shy. So how, so, so I, I'm going to go up and ask the guy out. I'm going to go ask him for coffee, but, but should I go out with this guy? Is that a good idea? And let's say her angel say, yes, yes. Oh my God. I would be all over that as well. Because if she said, okay, let's move on to another question. I would say, um, just a suggestion I would recommend we find out more why. So let's say she says, no, I'm not that interested. I want to ask about work now. Okay. Okay. So I don't, I don't beat anyone over the head with, with, you know, it's their session, their time. So, so then later, if she were to call and say, Kim, I had a session with you and, and you told me, yes, yes, I should go out with that guy. And I'm a vegan. And the guy hunts and he expects me to clean his dead animals. Um, he's, he has three other girlfriends, um, you know, and, and he's commitment phobic. He's a narcissist. Why would they tell me to go out with him? And, and I probably would say, well, remember, you know, your angels, I know, I know, but tell me, tell me, because you needed to go out with him to learn about your worth, to give you practice when it comes to setting boundaries, to allow you the opportunity to interact with him, to be a teacher for him. He's a teacher for you. You're teaching him about respecting boundaries. He's teaching you about how to stand up for your boundaries. And so sometimes our angels will, will guide us. And sometimes it's our destiny to interact mm -hmm. with certain people. Maybe it's a family member we don't get along with. Maybe it's a girlfriend that always has been critical of us. Maybe it's, you know, somebody at work, a bully at work. Maybe it's some narcissist, you know, that, that we have to interact with for whatever reason. And so all the, all the things that happen in our lives don't happen to us. They happen for us in this regard. When we interact with people that we consider difficult, and by the way, <laughs> sometimes it's our issues. Hello. But yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but when <laughs> we identify that that, you know, maybe they're a bully or they're a narcissist or there's something there that we can identify and we're not being critical, we're just observing, then we have to ask ourselves, okay, okay, why is this person in my life? And what can I do for me to grow and learn? Because it doesn't mean I always have to be with this person, but do I need to set boundaries? Do I need to just remove myself? Do I need to speak up? What do I need to do? And sometimes it's hard to know what to do. That's where our angels come in handy to say, okay. So, so if I was channeling for that woman and she said, yeah, pursue that. So they said, yes, go out with him. Why? First thing I'd ask is, okay, okay, is he a romantic soulmate? Is he a difficult learning experience? Is he a platonic mm. soulmate? Somebody you could be friends with? You know, what, why was he destined to come into your life? There, there's all this information to, to get. And then if he's, if he's a romantic soulmate, then to get, you know, to follow that line of questioning, if he's a difficult learning experience to help her grow and evolve, to explain then what are the issues that he would help her with and then how can she be prepared to deal with that to, to uh, learn in a way that was less traumatizing. And if the woman said, well, can I just avoid it? Why don't I just not go out with him? Be like, okay, that'd be a great idea. But then she's gonna be attracted to somebody else just like him because she needs to work on that issue. Does that make sense? I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> so I want to ask you as a young channel, um, not young as if I was born yesterday, but young as if I've only been doing this for a few years. Mm -hmm. I'm curious how, 
over the years, you've done so many readings and you probably do a lot more readings per week than I do. How do you maintain that sense of sacred reverence for mm. this work? Oh, I have no problem maintaining it now, but I'm only a couple years in and I just, it, especially when you get so good at it, it comes so naturally. It's like, how do you maintain that? You know, oh, I, I love your question. Sacred reverence. Oh, Amy, I, that is my favorite description of what this is. I, I love that. Oh my God. Leave it to you to, mm. to, oh, <laughs> um, because I, it's such a good question. Oh my gosh. I, I'd love to answer this question because I've never forgotten what John did for me, my angel, John did for me. And if I could contribute a small part to someone else's life to help them, and even if it isn't a difficult time, even if somebody's wondering what car to buy or what house to move to or, or what city they should live in or how to maintain their good health, it doesn't matter. It's about trust. And every night I go to bed and I thank all the angels that spoke with me because my angels give me information. When I channel for someone else, I get it from their guardian angels. So I, every night I, I tell them I appreciate their trust. And it's, it's truly my calling. I, I absolutely love it. I love it just as much now. Um, more, more than I did then because I had the opportunity to be so inspired. I have the best clients in the universe to be so inspired by the people that I've channeled for all over the world, all different ages and people in all different walks of life. And, and each session is completely different. And, uh, it's, it's such a thrill every time I channel because it's so exciting. I never know what's going to be said, even if it's someone I've channeled for before. Right. Um, I, uh, I, I, I love, I love, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I'd like for each day to be different than the day before, but I also, and I'm also mm -hmm. creative and I also, uh, love serving people. And so to be able to have each day be different than the day before, to be able to serve different people. And also then in the in-person events I do where I get to see people in person and then with my online classes where I'm teaching people how to develop this ability for themselves and everyone can develop it. I can talk about that in a second if you like. So it's, it's a thrill for me every single day. Um, and, and, uh, it's, it's, it's such a delight and it's interesting. Um, and I, I never went into it for this ever because I'll explain quickly. It's, it's lovely being acknowledged. You know, we, we all like yeah. to be acknowledged. And before I became a channel, there's, there's a, a, a kind of a duality here. I, which I'll talk about in a second, but before I became a channel, um, I used to, I, I'm a giver and I used to do everything for everybody. And yeah. with, with my mom and my brother, I have a very small family. We have very, very dysfunctional family. I grew up in a very dysfunctional family, which was great because I was able to start a lot of issue work back then, uh, and, and then subsequent healing and it helped me evolve as a person, but in any case, so, so, uh, to, to grow up as a kid and, and really get no acknowledgement at all. And then to, no matter what I did, and then to get married and there was no, my, my, uh, ex-husband and, and we're friends now we're friends now. I called him during the pandemic and I said, let's, let's kind of mm -hmm. make up. And, and he said, okay, I'd love to talk to you. It was wonderful. The healing. Oh my God. He's a, oh. he's a great guy. He said, I've been to therapy and it's real funny. He said to me, he said, Kim, like it was a big revelation. Kim, you know what? He said, uh, you know what about me? And I said, what? We were together seven years. And he said, I used to be this pathological liar. 
And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> you don't what say. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he said, but I didn't realize it. So anyway, so there was no yeah. um, oh. acknowledgement whatsoever from him. And I chose not to have girlfriends then. What would we do without therapists and girlfriends? I do not know. But anyway, so, yeah. so when I started channeling for the first time, it was fascinating to me when people would say, Kim, thank you. I, you know, the information was, was invaluable. And I would always say, well, you know, I'm just the conduit. It all comes from, from your angels, which you could get on your own, by the way. Um, and I'm always here for people and happy to channel for them. But, but this, this acknowledgement from the guardian angel saying, thanks, Kim. And then from my clients saying, wow, this information helped me yeah. move forward. So it wasn't about acknowledgement about me. It was acknowledgement about the information they received and how they used it to specifically and pragmatically move their life forward, whether it was um, finally moving out of a place they hated, whether it was going up to somebody and saying, we've had this issue, let's talk about it, whether it's getting out of a difficult right. relationship, whatever it is standing up for themselves or whatever it is. So, so the, yeah. the reverence that I have, um, and that's why I'm still doing it, um, after 35 years. So it's interesting. <clears throat> well, I'm so pleased to hear that because it, it sounds to me like you don't struggle to maintain that reverence, mm -hmm. which no. is great. Cause I mm -hmm. haven't struggled so far, mm -hmm. but I had just sort of wondered like now that this is what I'm doing, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be doing this or some version of it for the rest of my life. And so I've sort of wondered, is there going to be a day where it becomes too casual? Because I remember at the very beginning, I would have a reading and I would call a friend and be like, you'll never guess what information I got, you know, and I, it wouldn't it wouldn't be like I would go into the details right. of somebody's personal life. But I was so amazed at what spirit can do that I was constantly like, you'll never guess. And now I have tons of readings that I don't tell anybody about it because it, it's just amazing all the time. Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad to hear that, that the reverence continues. Cause I, I, one of the things I love about myself doing this role is I feel like I do have a high amount of integrity, but mm -hmm. I, I always want to keep it. I want to stay on top of it. So but I do want to, so A, I really want to learn what you have going on about teaching other people intuition, because that's not something I have an interest in at all. <laughs> but before we do that, I want to ask, well, two questions and answer however much or little you want. One question I have going on for me is like, what about, since you've been on this journey, what has surprised you that would be helpful either for podcast listeners to know or for me to know? And then also, as someone who's 30 years behind you on the road, what advice do you have for me <laughs> on being a channel? I would just, I'm so eager to pick your mind. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, what, and those are, Amy, really good questions. What has surprised me? I'm surprised every day. I'm, I'm surprised mm. every day, not only with, with my channeling practice, but as as a woman, as as a, a wife, as a mom, um, I'm surprised at what I hear every day. I'm surprised at at I could be surprised at, at this world around me um, in in a positive way or less positive way. But <laughs> I'm surprised every day. But to answer your question about the channeling. Um, the thing that surprised me the most is, and there's, there's a lot of surprises, but in my sessions, two things really. Um, number one, and the, the, by far the biggest one, in my sessions when I have channeled for parents of mm. missing or murdered children, their courage, their strength, their ability to remain upright, to live and breathe. Um, and before I had kids, 
I, I would do that work, of course, because I had kids late in life. And so, and my kids are grown now, but, but I remember thinking, oh, how awful. Oh, how terrible. Oh, that would be the worst thing ever. Oh. And then once I had kids, it was like, okay, all right. I, this, this is like, uh, my heart is being ripped from my chest with a dull spoon and, and I will never be the same again after these sessions. But, and it was a privilege to do them. But to see what surprised me the most with all the surprises I've had in, in this line of work <laughs> is how parents can not only choose to courageously move on with their lives, but decide, you know what? Okay, uh, Brittany or Sarah or, you know, Joey would not have wanted me to spend the rest of my life in bed or mm. just um, not able to function. And so I know from them and I feel them around me. So it's, it's Amy, it's these parents who move on and get into different life's lines of work. These parents who move on and they, they remain wonderful parents to their other children. These parents who have had this loss that none of us can imagine unless we've had this loss. Even if we have kids, we can't imagine it. And be able to start foundations, be able to start scholarships in their children's names, be able to uh, help other people who may be going through the same thing. Um, there was a girl when my daughter was in high school um, here in the outer Houston area, there was a young girl, precious darling girl, 16 years old. And uh, she was in a car with her friends. There were four of them and they were out driving. And for one moment, when we knew them all, for one moment, she took her seatbelt off because she wanted to take a selfie. So in that moment, mm. and many in the spiritual world believe that nothing happens by accident or coincidence, but be that as it may, in that one moment, the SUV flipped over, pinning her, and she died. So mm. her since then, her parents um, have started this... Uh, uh, this huge program, and it's it's national. I don't know if it's international now. And it's all about um, Kaylee Mills and the Mills Foundation and how they, how they, now they are not clients of mine, but I'm just giving you an example of parents who can, who, who can choose. It's a choice. Everything, isn't it? It's yeah. a choice whether we yeah. move forward or not, no matter what happens. And so, and, and so if you, if you see vehicles and on the back of the vehicle, there is like this, this thing, um, it, it's like a, it looks like a, an entwined seatbelt thing that's from the Kaylee Mills foundation. And then, you know, that they bought, you know, that from them to, to keep her memory mm. alive. And, and so that's what surprises me the most. Um, it is so fascinating that you say that because I had a reading right before we sat down for our interview and it was literally with a mother of an adult daughter that passed in her thirties. and. Um, their whole reading was about honoring the mom's fortitude and strength and being proud of the way that she showed up during the transition and after that was what the whole reading was about. So it's just so interesting. Um, the tenacity and depth and capacity of the human spirit. It is. It is. It's such a privilege to do this work mm -hmm. because the stories we get to hear, I mean, whoa, in, in, in some ways it's like, I'll hear a story and I'll just think, I had no idea how blessed I was, <laughs> you know? And then there's other times when I hear a story and I think we are capable. I'm just, I'm in awe of what we're capable of. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love about this that I'm sure you have a similar experience is like, it can be so easy to fall in love with my clients a little bit because I'm always seeing them from their angels perspective. Yes. 
you know, and so it's like, I view just humanity in general. I view it so much differently than I did two years ago, because I'm always seeing it from the angelic perspective. It's just such a privilege. But what's your, you know, experience of that? I love, I love your point. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that. Yes. I, and I, I find that as well. It's like when I channel for someone, um, I have this proprietary, loving affection for them because they are, if they've heard about me, they know that I'm very frank and candid. I pass everything along and that uh, they're going to come away with some good actionable steps. And so they're ready to, to step up and do some things that maybe they've been putting off or maybe they didn't know they had to do. And, and some things, you know, are just really difficult for us, like me working on boundaries right now and how old am I? And, you know, but it doesn't matter as long as we learn. Right. So, so, right. Um, and, and I always think, oh, you're so beautiful or, or, oh, you've got the most wonderful voice or, or yes, there's, there's always this, this loving, protective affection for them. Yes. 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 Yeah. And yeah. I that might be singular to some channels but not all. That's that's true. And I was trying to think as you were as we were preparing for this interview, I was trying to think what's my style? Because you've set such a strong intention with giving the actionable pragmatic step by step you know, like you, I walk away from your sessions with like a to-do list that I can just cross off. Um, and that's not how my sessions go. So I was trying to figure out what is my, and it's not that I don't do that because I, I can, I do, but my sweet spot is because I'm such an empathetic person, mm -hmm. I can feel where people are hurting mm -hmm. and then psychically I can connect to how do we heal it? Mm. And like, where is the pain really coming from? Somebody might think the pain is coming from some event. Mm -hmm. um, and I can go, well, that's, you know, that's a part of it. And um, so I tend to, I tend to really tune in on the healing, mm -hmm. but that's part of why I wanted to have you on. I mean, there's, there's always a time when somebody wants to make an appointment and I'm, and I'm not available mm -hmm. and I need to refer them out. And I'll always kind of be like, what in general, what's your question? Because there are some, yeah. if what they need is like advice and guidance and give me the to-do list, like Kim O'Neill is your girl. <laughs> that is where you, you. want to go you. because you. you, you have that. And you also you. speak to the depth of where things are coming from. It's not like you, you don't, cause you do, you've given me so much healing and you've been so quick to say something of like, oh, this is past life or this is coming up cause you wanted to heal it. Um, so you, you're such a beautiful balance of, mm. of both. And I just admire your work so much. So, um, well, you. I'm, I'm so oh. thrilled that you're here and I just want to hear, um, you know, I, as, as I've sort of said, I'm, I'm always so focused on people's healing and that's, that's the way that I help people transform. Um, but I want to hear what you're doing with how you're helping other people develop their intuition. And I know you have a quiz and I can't wait to talk about your quiz. So tell me like what's going on for you right now. And yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you for asking. So, and, and it also occurs to me that, that you asked a question that, that I totally missed. And that is what, what possible suggestions would I have for someone, you know, who was starting out now you're beyond starting out. But, but to answer that question, oh my God, or if it was me when <laughs> I was starting out, it would be self-care, Yeah, self-care and, uh, especially, you know, eating habits and, and just think about your sleep and think about just, just drinking water and taking good care of self rather than always focused on taking care of other people professionally and personally. Mm. The second thing would be, oh my God setting boundaries, <laughs> setting your personal boundaries. Yep. Very important. I'm reading a great book right now. So, um, you know how we can, we learn throughout our lives and then suddenly we're finally ready to get a particular issue nailed down and 
and worked on, and that's where I'm with boundaries right now, even though I've been able to set them before. So setting boundaries is super important, especially as someone who serves other people and someone who's empathic because if someone calls and they say, oh, please, I need help. Oh, my gosh, can't you fit me in? And and mm-hmm. I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, how could I not? Oh, my gosh, I would be terrible yeah. if I didn't. So I would fit them in, and then I would come away with, you know, different weeks with terrible headaches. And I used to call them the channeling headaches. So then I learned, mm-hmm. my angel said, Kimberly, hello. Remember what we told you? It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. So the setting of boundaries is, is oh, my God. It's so key. Gosh. I have to say, just because we're talking about it, some of the gifts of this work have been, I have so much better boundaries. Like, I had to learn them in order to do this work, and it's translated elsewhere. I don't feel other people's stuff at all anymore. (laughs) At all. Like, I'm like, oh, that's their stuff. You know? I just, it has, it's been such a gift. And then the other thing for me, I'll, I'll just share. And then now I kind of want to know what it, because this work is so subtle, you have to have more confidence in what you're receiving. Absolutely. It's Mm -hmm. so subtle. And so I'm early in on that journey, but it's forced me to be willing to say things and to not be. To, to be confident, even though it's, it's subtle, it's like the, the confidence factor is it's coming online for me because it develops as a part of this work. Um, so it's just been such a gift to take this on. I mean, it's such a gift to ha- have a job where we help others, but then to see the way that it serves me personally, it's been a wonderful surprise. And, and this is, you know, we're, we're chatting about kind of behind the scenes stuff, you know, of what it's really like to be, you know, a psychic channel or medium, a spiritual advisor. Mm -hmm. But it's fascinating too, Amy, that, that, um, I've had the experience where I've had someone that I'm channeling for either over the phone or zoom, or they're sitting in my office and I will get information that my brain says, "Oh, Oh no, no, that is wrong. (laughs) It can't be. That's crazy. And, and yet I know what I hear and I know what I see in my mind's eye. And, and so it's a matter of mustering the courage to pass that along and not need the other person's, uh, in validation. Yes. Validation. Perfect yeah. word. Exactly. Once we give up two things, number one, needing someone else's validation for anything, mm-hmm. it's our freedom. And Ugh, the second thing yes. is not caring. And this is, if I could talk to myself when I was first starting out in this business, it, oh my God, I would say, Kim, don't focus on what other people think, feel, approve, or endorse. Focus on what's Ugh. coming from inside of you, what feels right to you, what you know is right. Listen to your instincts and don't allow that. And these days, you know, when I started out, there was no social media. So, so right. um, nowadays it's, and you know, social media has been around a long time, but it's harder Um not to care what other people think, feel, approve, and endorse because everyone always has opinions and sometimes they're not very kind, but it's a matter of not caring and feeling confident enough and true enough in the work that you do and how you serve others to whatever you do, whether you're an artist, whether you're a channel, whether you're a heart surgeon, whatever you yeah. do to get up in the morning and feel that sacred mission and and focus on that so yeah that's right that's right so this will behind the scenes yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say one more thing and then i want you to do all the talking about what you're up to in the reading where you were telling me that i'm gonna come out as a channel and a medium you you also told me i was gonna get a cat and i said kim i hate cats and i'm scared of them <laughs> and you were like yeah you're gonna heal that 
and I have a cat. She's in my lap purring. No. I was like, oh, that's so funny. Here we are. It's full circle. Yeah. She's oh. here purring and like. Oh, pussy cats. Yeah. Aren't they wonderful? Okay, and, Amy, Amy, aren't you yeah. excited? Aren't you yeah. happy to, oh, and in your lap, your baby. Oh, what's her name? What's her name? She's Callie. Oh. Calliope Jane Hageman, Callie Cat. Oh, well, hello. That's quite a name. Yes. Oh, she must be quite yes. a pussy cat. Oh. She is a queen. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I'm and I'm still we're on a healing journey. I've healed some initial layers and there there's more coming up. So just a full circle moment with with your channeling. It's one of those things where at that moment of your brain says, No, 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 no. And then you're like, Well, they're saying yes, so I'm gonna say yes. This was oh. yes. The cat showed up and I couldn't deny it. I was like, Well, Kim said this was gonna happen. Oh, I'm so <laughs> happy oh thank you for sharing yes. that with me oh my gosh yes oh. um, okay but now i will stop interrupting and please oh. tell me about your quiz and what all you're okay. up to and how you're helping people oh thank you thank you for asking okay so so um with the quiz i i love quizzes and and amy i don't know if you do too you do okay and and uh, your listeners yeah. i mean quizzes are fun but but i know just for me that when i take a quiz I'd like there to be some sort of, um, uh, some sort of interesting, fascinating, um, results. So there's a lot, mm -hmm. you know, there's quizzes out there. What kind of woodland creature are you or, or what game of Thrones character are you? Well, uh, you know, I bet those are fun to take, but, but I wanted to create a quiz that was fun to take, but also could help people more identify kind of where they are uh, uh, intuitively and and how they live with their intuition and then get results that would allow them to know what their strengths are and then what they can do to, to um, move forward in, in some other areas, just some simple tips about what they can do. Oh, and there's also a, there's, there's two downloadable things. One is a, a workbook and the other is mm. a journal that, that you can use. And so what I recommend for people is that they, so number one, I recommend that people take the quiz and number two, it takes like two right. minutes, <laughs> yeah, two minutes, yeah. but you get a lot of really valuable information. And it's also fun to see, you know, with friends and stuff, you know, well, what were you? You know, well, what did you come out as? Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, what did your information say? Because all the information is different. So, so I'm, I'm a huge believer in independence, empowerment, and self-reliance. And, you know, men, it could be said, and I don't mean to sound sexist. I love men. I love women. And, and I love human beings who are, um, they don't want to be identified as a gender. Okay. Mm -hmm. Having said that. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's my personal belief that men or people who identify as men more often are raised to be independent and to have the understanding that, yeah, you're going to go out in the world and you're going to, you know, have a job or have a business or, you know, you're going to take care of yourself and blah, blah, blah. But women, yeah. girls aren't always raised that way. So you know, oh, honey, lower your voice. Oh, honey, don't say anything. Oh, honey, here, play with the doll. Leave the truck alone, honey. And that, that stuff is still going on. So yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in women. I'm sort of a little bit of an advocate of women developing independence, empowerment, self-reliance so that we can take care of ourselves, regardless if we're married, if we're single. But if we if we want to get married or, or get in a relationship, great. But it would be wonderful if we were moving into that without needing to get saved or rescued because then you're kind of stuck in that relationship and, right. um, and they're stay at home moms and dads. I get that. So maybe that's another subject altogether, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer in women being independent, empowered and self-reliant. So not in your face, but just quietly taking care of themselves and, and their business and, and, you know, uh, making their own money if possible and, 
and knowing how to pay bills and just, just, you know, I don't mean, you know, rivaling Richard Branson starting the Virgin Empire necessarily. <laughs> but, so anyway, so what I, and I know that we all have guardian angels around us to help us. So when that started, when I started connecting those dots some years ago, I thought, oh, I love to teach. I love to teach. It's one of my favorite things. And I thought I could teach other people how to develop their intuitiveness so that they mm. have this ongoing daily resource, free, free, yeah. that's just theirs, who, you know, our guardian angels know so much more about us than we do. Um, like your angels, yeah. Amy, knowing you would love a cat. And sometimes they tell us <laughs> things that we think, what? <laughs> what? Did my real angels, yeah. you know, are they on vacation no. or something? I don't think so. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the idea of being able to take kind of some of the things I've learned and some of the things I know and share that. So I started doing that. Um, I was a uh, I worked for ARE, um, the Edgar Casey Foundation in Virginia Beach. I worked with them, and they uh, uh, asked me to travel all over the U.S. and, and do full-day workshops. I could, I could talk about mm. whatever I wanted, and it could be my own agenda. And so I had this wonderful opportunity to go around the country and do that, meet all new people and share what I've learned. But then I got to thinking, well... Um, I took a four day, uh, class with, with someone rather recently and it was absolutely life-changing. It was 14 hours a day and it was four full days in a row and it was absolutely life-changing. And so I'm thinking now, you know what? Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna do 14 hours a day, but I'm thinking, okay, so what, what I think I'm going to do, would I no? excuse me, what I'm in the process of doing and creating is mm -hmm. an online class that's going to be eight weeks and it's going to be far more detailed than my full day workshop because a full day, I only have so much time with people. But then they were able to yeah. learn and grow and evolve and, and move their ability forward. So with this class, I'm so excited because it's going to offer much more that I've learned as a human being and, and I'm always taking classes and workshops um, in all different areas to grow and evolve. And, and so I'm so excited about what I can offer now in, in a class like this. So I'm right now in the process of creating that. So I, I'm very excited. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. I've been enjoying, you know, before before you told me I was a channel and a medium, I didn't take that many intuitive building classes, you know, I knew I was connected and, and whatever. And I've really been enjoying taking classes as well. So I'm so excited that you're going to have that available for people. And I, I think I'm just so grateful. I mean, I think about the hundreds of people that I've been able to help already and how none of that would have been possible if I hadn't heard from you. And if I hadn't already built the trust that I had for you based on our previous readings. Um, and so I'm just so grateful and I'm grateful that if anybody was going to teach intuition <laughs> and how to develop your skills, what an honor that people could learn that from you, oh, thank you know? You. Thank so, um, thank you. I'm, obviously we'll have a link to your website and to your quiz, awesome. um, in the show notes. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I look forward to it and, you know, keep us posted when your class launches. I will let everybody on my email list know, um, what an exciting opportunity. Oh, thank so you. So just, oh, Kim, thank, thank you. you so much for your time today. Oh, Amy, it's been wonderful. It's been a privilege to spend this time with you. And, and I think your podcast is amazing in how supportive it is, how interesting it is, how insightful it is, how informative it is. and you are a wonderful interviewer um oh. and it's it's just amazing so thank you again I, i'm very honored to have been a guest thank you thank you and it's always wonderful oh, to speak thank with you, you. <laughs> yes love all around well there you have it everybody the amazing kim o'neill oh i'm just my heart's just expanded so <laughs> see you all next week bye, bye everybody <laughs>